0: Welcome to the Menopause and Cancer Podcast, where we speak with cancer patients, survivors and incredible menopause experts to help us find solutions to our symptoms and ideas to improve our health. Welcome to today's really special episode. Every year for the past six years, I've been reflecting to a specific guided journaling exercise, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. You may have been listening to our podcast episodes for the entire year, Every week, or maybe you're new here and you've just joined us for this intention settings exercise. It's one of the most profound and important exercises I do every single year. You are totally allowed your phone, so bring your phone out. You also need pen and paper or a notepad. You can go through your phone, go through your pictures, because the mind doesn't allow us to focus and remember all of the lovely little bits we've done in the year. Our mind usually draws us back to our big, life experiences and often these are the negative one that the mind seems to be able to remember so well so set yourself up get yourself comfortable we'll be spending about an hour together and I will be guiding you through a series of questions I've also got one of my lovely favorite candles out and I'm going to light it when I get to the most important question During this exercise, not quite yet. We have a whole group of women attending this workshop live. They're going to take these exercises as I guide them through this in real time. If you feel I'm rushing and you haven't quite finished, then you can always come back to your reflections and to your journaling prompts and add a little bit more later on. I'm really glad you're doing this. If you're listening to this introduction and you're not quite ready now to sit down with pen and paper, I urge you to take this exercise at another time. For me, this has been the most eye opening hour I spent every year with myself, and I would not miss it. I wouldn't want to miss it for anything. So enjoy. I'm really glad you're here. I'm really glad you're doing this. And yeah, let's get started. Today's workshop is a little bit different. We're not going to go into the nitty gritty of finding out solutions to our symptoms. I've been doing this intention settings exercise and reflections exercise for the last seven years now. And it's year after year proven to be the most important exercise I have done. And I encourage you to use your phones or use your calendars. I know we usually say phones away, don't be distracted. But I will encourage you to use your phones. Sometimes people really like going through pictures. If I'm on your phone, it's okay. You will still continue to hear me talking and you can still go through your pictures. You've all got a pen and paper. And we're just going to set the intentions a little bit for the next 90 minutes that we've got together and we want to really release anything that's happened this year that might hold us back from moving into next year with a little bit more clarity and full of purposeful intentions so that we can all look forward to a year of 2024 which I know for many of us will hold a level of uncertainty like it does for everyone But when we do this reflection exercise properly, we can also look forward to this year of uncertainty and whatever it might bring. So we'll do a little bit of both, looking back and looking ahead. And to really set us up so that we lead from the heart and not with our head, maybe we can start with a really small meditation. So if you want to close your eyes, feel free to close your eyes. We're not going to be here for long. I just want you to really tune into yourself. Maybe feel your sitting bones on your chair. Maybe feel your crown lifting up towards the sky. Maybe relax your shoulders the next time you take a breath out. Are there any areas in your face where you're holding tension? Maybe the area around your eyes, cheeks, mouth. any tingling in your body? Can you see the flickering of lights behind your closed eyes? And let's invite ourselves to lead with the heart when we take hold of our pen for the next hour and a half. And so if you just blink your eyes open and look down at your blank page of paper, what was 2023 like for you? without answering from the mind, just listening and feeling to what emotion is evoked when I ask you this really big question. What was this whole year like for you? Brain dump. This is a good time. There's no right or wrong. And I'll be asking you questions throughout the next hour where you won't know what to say and that's okay too. You might just say, gosh, I just feel tired with this year. Or the overriding feeling is I'm feeling overwhelmed, exhausted. It was hard. Maybe it was a lot. Some of you might have never sort of taken their thoughts in pen and paper. Don't worry about it. There's no right or wrong. What's that year like for you? I'm going to sort of do a little bit of gauging on your writing at home. If at any point I'm rushing ahead and you feel you haven't finished, and put a little cross and you can always come back to it later. 2023, a year of big milestones for some of you, experiences. Highlights and lowlights. Where were you this year? What comes to mind if the whole year just became one big brain dump? And we can slow down. Some of you might want to take this into more detail later and journal month by month and write a couple of sentences per month. We forget about so much of the good stuff because the brain doesn't usually focus on it. Thanks so much for listening so far. It means a lot. I make this podcast to support other women who faced a similar struggle to me. So if you know someone who you think might benefit from listening, please share the link with them. I would really appreciate it. And then we're going to start to be a bit more clever because that's what usually people do, isn't it? People will say, how was your year? We've got this big brain dump and it just feels like an overwhelming feeling of a big old muddle. Let's break the year down into four areas. Our home, our mind, our body and our spirit. And you could either have four areas, and we write a few reflections to those four areas. Some people make a big line through their page of paper, like a cross, and they have four areas on their pieces of paper. Let's focus on our home life. Your home life is everything to do with your family, your home Any partner that should live in that home, spouse, your family life, your pets, all of your home life. How has that been for you? Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about your work or anything else. How has your home life been for you? Really tune in and channel towards that home life. And for me, a part of that home life are my friends as well. All of those relationships that are really valuable and important to me. The people that feel closest to you and you feel the closest to. How was your home life in 2023? And so really channel your intention towards your home. Where did you do well in this area? Maybe you showed up every day, despite it all, and you did your best. This year, did you make any special connections to anyone? Or maybe you feel you haven't had enough time at home. Sometimes we get to the end of the year and we think, gosh, my home life, oh. I wish it wasn't so busy and so hectic. And we can allow all of the feelings here. Even numbness is a feeling or the feeling that you don't know what to write and they're okay to have. Did you feel challenged in your home life? And if so, what were those challenges? If you have children, they might have been with a particular child that took more of your focus. Did you have a highlight in your home life this year? Was a particular challenge added to your home life this year? Something you'd rather not remember, but it was very much present in your home life. Sometimes, when we break it down into the four categories, it's a big surprise because it starts to look very different to this overarching feeling that we had about the whole year. If you don't have children, what are your relationships with your relatives like? Pets, friends, bring all of your home life into this feeling and get it out on paper. You can see many of you are still writing And some of you might be thinking, gosh, the others are writing and I don't know what to say. Does that mean my home life (laughs) was non-existing? No, it's just how all of our brains work differently. Don't worry about anyone else. Sometimes the pen flows and sometimes it doesn't. It's okay. Let's take our focus into the mind. And when I talk about the mind, it's everything to do with your work, whether that is paid or unpaid, your studies, your career, your career, all the jobs that you do that you never get paid for. How was that for you this year? Maybe you had to take leave from work because of poor health. Maybe you were returning to work. Maybe you are volunteering. Maybe none of your working life has changed, but how was it for you this year? And we want to include the financial jobs, but also... All of the jobs we do that have never earned us a penny. Bring them into this mind area. Like, did you have a high in this mind area? What happened? Did it look different to the year before? And did you feel challenged? super busy, super frazzled? Or are your jobs not really what do you think they should be? Like if you just focus on that mind, that aspect of your work and your jobs Did you have a high? Did you have a low? What about all of the jobs that we do without paying? The jobs we do in our home, in our house? Did we feel rewarded for those jobs even if it's making breakfast for your children and we know we've got to do it? All of those many jobs we do, was there a sense, a level of reward? And do you feel financially rewarded for your efforts if you've been paid for any of your jobs? Or maybe you feel you're done with it, done. Maybe you're feeling, I really just want to start something else. enjoyed anything about any changes that came in your work your mind area this year or were those changes just presented to you and you just had to sort of deal with them get on with them and if you had like an immediate feeling rather than a thinking what was it like your working life this year Is it all right? Or maybe you're thinking, wow, I've done lots, actually. I've showed up. And if at any point you think, really, I'd just like to go through my phone and look at pictures, then do that. You can always go back and add a little bit to your home area if you suddenly realize you are coming across a nice little weekend holiday that you've forgotten about. Let's move into the body, our health, our illness, our fitness, and how are you feeling in your body? Let's feel into the physical home, Of ourselves. If you think back to January of this year, we're now in December. How did you start this year? Can you remember going into the spring? Towards the summer, autumn and then winter. This is your actual home where you reside this temple of yours. How was your health this year? How did you feel in your body? Were there moments of safety or the lack of safety? How have you been eating this year? Drinking, all of these are parts of our body area. On a whole, do you feel you've done an okay job feeding yourself the way you wanted to? Or are you coming to the end of the year thinking, oh, all of my January plans? How much have you been drinking? Did you have a big event this year? Hospital appointments. Decisions to make. And how were your energy levels? If you think for the whole year, this body of yours, was it quite a big part of your projects? Did it take up a lot of your time, a lot of your research, a lot of navigating, being this empowered patient we always talk about? It comes with big effort. Did you exercise as much as you wanted to exercise? Maybe you learned a new tool in which way to look after your body this year. Did you embark on something new maybe. Do you think you loved your body this year or are we on the way of trying to accept our new versions of our bodies, scars included, changes included? Like, how did you take care of this temple of yours? Did you take the vitamins that you think might be good for you? Did you do something special? Have you taken yourself to a massage? Did you make any changes, maybe, that you think they were actually quite helpful? Sometimes we implement changes and then we kind of forget to carry them on and take them into the next year. I know for many of us, the body area is a huge area. And so just make a little cross if you think there is more to say. We'll move into the spirit, which is usually forgotten when people do reflections for the year that's been. In my spirit area, I call it my emotional area. So we've had the home and the family life. We've had the work life area. We've sort of had the body, our home, our temple. Spirit is all to do with your emotions, your love, your personal development, a special friend, a special something that really ignited you, your spirit. Let's not not do the spirit. It's much harder. I I get it. But feel into your heart. It's often overlooked. It's tricky, I know. But the emotional well-being, your heart, your feelings, your self-inquiry, your therapy, your journaling, this is all in that spiritual box. Like how did you feel in your heart in 2023? When we talk about the body, it's so rational. We talk about feelings of maybe fear, not feeling safe, needing to know the answers, but your heart. This is the area that can really change everything. What did you learn about yourself? This is where we allow the feelings Maybe the feelings that keep creeping in for so many of us that we aren't good enough or haven't done enough. Have those critical thoughts been part of your year? This is all part of this chapter. Were you connected to your heart this year? Or did all of your many jobs, your busy lives take over? Did you allow yourself to feel? Or did you keep apologizing for every time you shared your truth with a tear in your eye? Did you talk to someone about how you felt? Sometimes we have all these explanations in our head why people aren't probably interested anymore in hearing your feelings, your thoughts, your worries and anxieties. Many of us are many years down the line from life-changing things that happened in our life, And so we often then think, who now is going to want to know still, did you grow this year somehow? Did you allow yourself to be who you are? Or did you bend over backwards to please everyone? You know, sometimes we read a special book and this special book can really have a profound difference on us. Or we meet a new person and that person almost becomes like a mentor or a friend. And they can really trigger much change and connection within us. Someone that helped guide you. And sometimes the really hard years really shape us as humans. And from that comes big growth. Let's move into finding one-liners sentences. What was your absolute biggest challenge? And you can write that as a title. My biggest challenge for 2023 was, was it an experience? A relationship that imploded maybe? A death? Grief? An event? or maybe a recurring pattern. For me, many years, recurring patterns play a big part in my reflections. So you could write down one sentence. If it was a recurring theme, it could be, I was overwhelmed. In 2023, I was overwhelmed. Or I constantly felt I wasn't doing enough. Like, just before I did my reflections, I got to my day, and I'd done them last week. I got to my day of the night before, and I, I did genuinely think, gosh, there's so many things on my to-do list I have not done this year. After I've done my reflections, as like, you silly woman, done loads. But that feeling, I couldn't shift that feeling all year. So that feeling, there's still so much to do. So I had that overarching feeling that I was overwhelmed because I hadn't done enough. So you might have had a feeling like that or maybe an overarching feeling of self-doubt. Have you done a big thing? something changed in your relationships and you were the driving force, you might have had a lot of self-doubt. Have I done the right thing? And then write down what you have learned because of that thing. That's tricky, I know, but you could say, thanks to being me. Thanks... For sharing my truth, I have learned. We also will do a big accomplishment. Have you had a big accomplishment this year? It's much harder, isn't it? If I ask you to tell me an accomplishment of your best friend or your partner, I'm sure you'd have something quite quickly but let's focus on it because we don't ever take the time to do that like feel your answers rather than overthinking them maybe one of those four areas that we use the home the mind the body and the spirit maybe one of those areas float And you think, actually, out of all those four areas, my home life was okay, actually. Or maybe your work life, your mind life wasn't too bad. Maybe the accomplishment is much more subtle, much more nuanced an accomplishment, maybe an acknowledgement of something where you've done all right in. And also acknowledge the support and the resources that helped you get there. Maybe you're a family member, a friend, have really shown you unwavering support and that's really helped you to feel this accomplishment in one of your areas. Rosamund, was it this year you published your book? Yeah, what an accomplishment, right? I hope that's big on there. Did you write that down? Yes, good. <laughs> I'm just checking, you're all doing your homework. <laughs> Lovely. If you haven't found anything, then you want. I want you to stay on. Maybe we'll find something, we'll chat after. It's really hard. I am um, always struggle. What's a mistake you made in 2023? What do you reckon? Have you made a mistake? We went on our long walk. We walked a marathon on Sunday. And one of our lovely girls, Rachel, she was, every time someone passed us, she was sort of saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she said, gosh, I say I'm sorry all the time, but it was actually cyclists, not being very polite. And I said, yes, by the end of our marathon walk, we need to turn that into something else. She said, yeah, it's a mistake I've been making for years. I keep apologizing. I said, yeah, by the end of our walk, you'll turn the I'm sorry into fuck off. (laughs) And we were practicing all the way. It was really good. And so she did feel it was sort of like, why am I saying this all the time? And what can I do about it? You might have not made a mistake, but maybe sometimes... It could be something like maybe you weren't open enough or transparent enough with your spouse. Maybe you life is so busy and you get to the end of the year and you got through and you kind of think, actually, I should have shared more of me. I should have been more open maybe. So those sort of things often feature on my mistake list. What are you proud of? In 2023, maybe proud for showing up for yourself, for getting everything done, for getting out of bed every morning and trying your best. Maybe feeling proud. going back to the doctors over and over again because you still haven't had the answers you needed. All of those things take a lot of effort on top of everything else. Have you started something and you failed or not completed or not quite pulled off? Of course, if you're doing an ongoing study, that's not part of here. But have you started? Have you had a little dream? Maybe you wanted to go running. You did so for three months and then you trailed off and you think, oh, now we're in December, I wish I had been more consistent. I've been wanting to fit in some writing for them. Biggest part of my year and I've miserably failed. Miserably. Just not enough time was the excuse. I always laid the candle when I get here because I'm always very proud that I got here. You might think that's mad, but just ignore me. (laughs) My rituals... In 2023, what are you most grateful for? And just take a moment to sit with this and look for that thing that you feel most grateful for. Something you pulled off, a person in your life. There is no right or wrong. There is no hierarchy. Maybe you're grateful for having had your income, your money. That's okay. You can put anything down. There's no right or wrong. Grateful for having survived the year. Grateful for our families, whatever it is. And you need to let go of something in 2023. So if you get to the end of this year, is there something you need to let go of? Something or someone you need to move away from? something you need to release. Maybe the example is that you had this overriding feeling that you're not good enough, you haven't done enough. Maybe you felt a state of not feeling safe in your body, something you might want to move away from. Letting go of fear. Letting go of all these self-judgments and self-criticism. A few more questions for this year. In 2023, do you have someone you need to forgive? Someone that might have hurt you or disappointed you or not shown you the support you thought you deserved or needed? something that was out of your control, maybe. Maybe you need to forgive yourself so that we can move forward without too much resentment. And if this person is someone else, of course, just by writing it down won't change everything. But it's acknowledging that something or someone has hurt us. The longing is enough sometimes to just leave it there. This isn't gonna fix it, I know. But the act of forgiving is not for them, it's for us, isn't it? Friends that maybe didn't show up for you, how you thought they will, Comments from family members. And what's a resource that helped you this year? Let's put a couple of things down or one thing down. Has it been that you went to yoga and it's been a good thing for you? Let's put it down so we remember for next year. Has it been a book, a podcast, a walk with a friend, or a self care practice? the menopause and cancer podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one, Alicia. <laughs> um, you know, maybe you've started therapy or you've continued to go to therapy and it's actually been a useful thing. Let's not forget about the things we already do that are helpful for us. Now, remember, Kirsty, we talked ages ago and you said, gosh, I just wish I had the time to put into the thinking, to put together my toolbox or to think about how to manage menopause after cancer. Maybe you haven't had the time this year, but it could become an intention for next year. It's carving out, like we're doing now, right? Carving out the hour to think and plan so that we can set ourselves up for success. But I know all of you had a resource that's helped you this year, whatever that was for you. And it's just remembering that however small it was, Let's just end that year. If you think back to where we started with an overwhelming brain dump of how your year went, and then you looked at your four areas, I'm assuming those four areas seem very different to that initial brain dump, right? The year feels like, wow, a big thing, but then when you break it down, you're thinking, actually, hang on a minute. It wasn't all bad. There was a couple of areas in there that were okay maybe. And if you have really big building sites in all four areas, you know you had a double whammy of a year, of everything. (laughs) Then you've got to be extra compassionate. If you had a word to sum up how that year was for you, 2023, let's bid it goodbye. Maybe it was an unnecessary year, a challenging year. Maybe you're now getting to the point where you go, 2023 was okay. Okay, fine. Maybe just a word. 2023, thank you for every lesson and for every blessing. What's done is done, what's felt is felt. I release you, and so it is. Hey, Thanks for listening to this episode. 73% of people who listen to my podcast haven't yet clicked the follow button on their podcast player. I want these conversations to reach as many women as possible who might need it. So if you've ever enjoyed this podcast, please hit the follow button now. If we now take our focus onto the new year to come, you will base it on the reflections you've just done of the year we've had. So go back into home. It's very close now, you've just done it. And from your home life, are you happy for it to kind of carry on like it was, or when you, if you put something down, That was like a bombshell in that year. What do you need to change about it? We're not going to go in as much detail as reflections. We're going to just put feelings down. What is something that you'd really like out of your home life for next year for 2024? Maybe you really need a really special family holiday. Or you just need more Sunday afternoons in tracksuit bottoms where you're not rushing around doing the dishes and the laundry and you just need to chill out? What about your work, your mind and your spirit? And so instead of now really directing our focus into each area, just let it flow because you've done the reflections. If if you've put down that your work life was really boring, you felt underpaid, under-challenged, and it was a drag, then I know something will come now and you will go, okay, I know I want to do this. Like, I know I want to put more time aside each week and write It's really clear for me, but I just need to put it on paper. Whether it'll happen or not, I can't. (laughs) We'll get to the end of next year, I tell you. But let just those feelings flow. Or in your body. Like we have so many hopes and dreams and wishes. And we can just ask for an easy year. Ask for a late year, a year where we have more days that feel easy on the heart and chest and heavy days. And maybe for now, you just want to write home mind, body and spirit and take it, put a little star against one area. And you can map that out later, another time for yourself. often once we've done the reflection, it's only really one, maybe two parts that are really pressing that we need to focus on. The rest can sort of flow. We don't need too many building sets. But to do this well, we need a good boundary for 2024. Is there a boundary you need to set somehow going forward? Maybe overstepping your own boundaries all the time. Maybe you need to say no. What's a boundary you want to set in 2024? Maybe work is asking you to do more and you've been saying yes and now you can't get out of the habit of working late on a Friday night. I've started to share my mental load with my husband. Initially, my whole family laughed at me when I told them that our jobs aren't just emptying the dishwasher and changing the bed sheets. It's the whole mental load I carry in my head every day that weighs so heavy, so heavy. On Sunday night, have the kids got their sports stuff? Have I put money on their dinner cards? Have I bought their birthday presents for their friends? Have I got all of the Christmas things in order? That mental load we carry is load. And on my boundaries list, it'll definitely be not to carry the whole mental load for the family solo. And you have a pattern that you don't want to repeat going forward. Maybe how others treat you or how you treat yourself. Are you self-sabotaging somewhere in your life? Maybe drinking too much alcohol. Maybe not planning. And so when you're ravenous, you just eat all of the foods that you don't want to be eating. And what's a feeling you want to embody in 2024? How do you want to feel if you could dream it up, if you could just... wish for whatever it is, if you had a magic wand, how do you want to be feeling this, an overarching feeling, like joy, more fun, laughter, maybe safety. And it doesn't matter if you don't think it's going to happen as much as you want it to happen. Feel it from your heart. Do you have a major goal you want to accomplish in 2024? Like it's really quite exciting because you have a whole year to manifest it. Like it doesn't matter if you think that goal might happen or never happen. This is exciting. This goal could sit in one of your four areas, and these could be hard goals. They could be getting divorced. You know, these are big things. We often get to the end of the year and women say, Danny, I know I need to do this. I don't even know where to start. And they can be heartbreaking and really difficult things. It's okay to put them down on paper. Maybe your goal is to have a bit more balance. So for me, often it is that balance that keeps coming in, just to feel less exhausted when we get to the end of the year or the end of the week. Or it could be that holiday. Or maybe it's material growth and that's okay. Maybe you want to earn twice as much to what you've been earning this year. That's okay. Put it down. Don't judge yourself. But do define a major goal. Maybe one of your children is leaving home and Going to university and you just want to do that as well as you can. Support the family. Get that over and done with next year. We're going to make that even more precise now. And it's going to get a bit harder, but I'll help you. What's your intention for 2024? Something you want to create. Something you want to manifest. It's exciting. Filled with potential you're in charge, feel it in your heart. My intention for 2024 is one clear single sentence. Maybe it could be, my intention for 2024 is to give myself space, to care for my body. Maybe it's something you're already doing that works for you. To continue to go to therapy, to continue to go to yoga, or walk with my friends, or to continue to listen to my heart to lead the way. And we're now just going to hone in on that a little bit more, and we'll make it into a word. And that word is a positive affirmation. So the positive affirmation is almost the opposite to your intention. The intention is something that hasn't happened that you want for the future to bring to you. A positive or an affirmation is something that has already happened. So if your intention was to let go of all the rubbish that's happened this year, your affirmation could be, I am free. So just look down at your intention. How could we turn that around? So if your intention was to focus on good health, your affirmation would be, I am healthy. If your intention was to become more present, for example, your affirmation would be, I am here now. If you feel you need to accept yourself, if your intention was just be a bit kinder to yourself, accept yourself a bit more, show show gratitude for all the hard work you're doing and putting in every single day of the year, then your affirmation will be, I'm worthy just the way I am. I'm worthy of love. This is always a bit tricky. When we do this in real, in-life workshops, people always go, my intention was this. What do you reckon? If anyone wants to unmute themselves, just ask. Everyone is going to help you find your affirmation. If you want, you can pop your affirmations into the chat box, the chat should be working so that others can see if you found an affirmation. Go for it, don't be shy. Have you had an affirmation? I am healthy, mine is you are enough this year. I'm healthy. I'm living in balance with my values and beliefs. You have got this. Lovely. If some of you might be unsure about your affirmation, then here are some. If you're still unsure, you can Google affirmations and a whole long list will come up. You can choose one. I am important and my feelings matter. Lovely. They're all ever so different for us, but really those affirmations are kind of like a sum up of all the work you've done in the last hour. I have all the time I need. Lovely. And sometimes you might just want to pop that affirmation on a few post-it notes or write them on little pieces of paper and put them in your wallet, put one in your coat pocket, write one on your notice board, put on one on your mirror. Your affirmation are really an accumulation of all the work and the reflections you've done. And sometimes they can just ground us into that moment, into that feeling when we most need it. let's just close our eyes for a moment and we can rub our hands together in front of our heart really ignite that fire and we can just let go of all of our thoughts in our head of last year and intentions for the new year to come and just bring your face into your little hands and just feel the warmth and the tingling You can take a couple of breaths in here. And slowly come back to the room, well done, good. I suggest to just ignore what you've written now, just put it aside. You will be curious maybe at one point and then bring your notes back out. But if not, if you're not drawn to them, that's absolutely fine. Maybe you will revisit at the end of next year. How have you found breaking your year down into four areas rather than giving an overarching feeling? You Feel free to unmute yourself, of course. You don't need to use the chat. No hands up, just talk. <laughs> Let's go for it. It's incredibly helpful, Danny. for me. I did it for the first time last year and um, found it in- helpful then. Um, It was insightful after a really difficult year to actually realise how grateful I was in so many areas. And until I sat down and did that exercise, I didn't realise the gratitude that I felt despite the difficult year. This year has been equally challenging is the word that kept coming up for me. But the ability to let that go and look forward, I think, is is a really helpful exercise because we can let things go and look forward and this just helps focus the mind on how we can do it so i find it really really good really good exercise well done for doing it again (laughs) it's helpful Mm. i like looking back at mine from a few years ago and think wow how far have we come has anyone found it really difficult not knowing what to put down not knowing what to write <laughs> i i haven't done this before so yeah it's um it is difficult but it's good it it does make you really i i often don't know what to come up with what to think so it's good well done was there a surprise in there for you did you feel surprised by something uh No, not really. It's been quite a hard year this year, so um, I guess I look back and actually I've been quite strong, so that's quite nice to reflect on that, that I've done okay. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyone found it easy, surprisingly easy to write down their thoughts? I found it easy, but um, keep wanting to... um... Getting emotional. It's okay. It's been easy to to write down, but just so hard to go through. But it's just the first year and it's still early, just diagnosed in June. So it's been a a brutal few months. Yeah. But um, your podcast and help has been absolutely amazing. Amazing. So I thank you for that. Oh, you're so welcome. But what a big year for you to reflect on. You know, hopefully we'll be doing these reflection exercises and there will be years that are a bit more meh. You know, often I do this with people that haven't had big years and they're like, oh, my whole year wasn't anything special. And I just want to go and proke them or push them almost and go, well, you're so, you should be so bloody grateful. <laughs> because when you've had a big, big year, it's, so so huge isn't it and to it you, you've you've had that pre-cancer life almost to sum up and then diagnosis and sins. it's massive it's well done for doing it anyone else wants to share something or are you happy to just close down your books make a lovely cup of tea don't overthink it this doesn't have to be meaning anything to you now and it, you might think back on your next walk and you might think wow it's been a busy year. I've done loads. I got to the end of this year and look at me, look at me. I often think, look at me, wow. (laughs) I've shown up, I got out of bed, like the amount of times where I think I'm just going to lie in in the morning, just let the kids go feral. I've woken up every single morning and made breakfast every single day of that year, bloody big pat on my back, right? Same for all of us, whatever you do, feed the dog, take the dog, whatever we do. It's so much we do and we hardly ever stop and recognize. I know the same goes for you. It's been lovely to spend a bit of time with you on my Monday lunch break (laughs) for all of us. Um, I might not see you until the next year, until we have another workshop. So yeah, wishing you all a good December. Maybe see you on the mat, Jade. Jade and Ryan and her dog come to yoga, which is always lovely to see you. (laughs) Um, All the best, everyone. Lots of love ciao ciao I hope you've been enjoying doing these reflections they're hard work they're different for everyone sometimes the pen just sort of floats over the paper and sometimes we feel gosh we're overthinking there isn't a right or a wrong and it definitely takes a bit of practice one of the most important things I always learn is quite how much I do every single year how much effort I bring into my days and weeks and I'm so grateful for how I show up in my life. But I do need to spend that hour and sit down with myself to really notice that and to really just remind myself of all the efforts I bring into my lives. I'm now going to blow out the candle for all of us, wishing you a good time in the lead up to Christmas. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. So many of you are here every single week and I always wonder, how are you? How is your life? Have you had one of those years That was super, super life-changing and difficult for you. Then feel hugged, feel my love and warmth. I hope I can somehow send it through, a big ooze of it coming through technology all the way into your home and heart. All the best.